Warning, the following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the Whispers groups. Some of these views may not be suitable for children. Accordingly, the producers and hosts of the Missy AE podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the Whispers groups. Welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE podcast. Tonight we bring to you Sports Whispers Weekly, where we talk nothing but sports. And tonight will actually be a playoff preview as we have not only the NBA playoffs underway, but we also are approaching the Stanley Cup playoffs with uh, the Boston Bruins just recently, as of today, clinching their spot officially in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We also have some other things to go over. Uh, There have been some NFL signings uh, that have taken place this week, as well as a potential new home for Baker Mayfield, maybe. Uh, We will see what comes of that. And I'm sure there's, you know, normally there's something that ends up, uh, that ends up coming, uh, coming out during the, during the show. So maybe we'll get some, uh, some breaking news or something. And we also have the USFL to talk about as well. Um, Uh I, I don't know if we'll go the full three hours tonight. I have been uh, feeling under the weather. Uh, for those who listen to the to the Survivor podcast, uh, I they would know that I have I've I've been dealing with this this weird stomach bug that uh, that has been spreading around the United States uh, recently. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lou, it's you. You should have heard me on Thursday night. It's uh, I mean, I, I, it was literally it was literally just starting uh, Thursday. I I ended up having to miss work, or I ended up having to leave work actually midway through my shift because oh. all of a sudden, like my entire body began to shut down, and I, I was lucky. I was lucky. I was able to stay awake through the full three hours uh, for the Survivor podcast because right as soon as we shut off the survivor podcast i went straight to sleep um and i mean uh, i guess it's this new thing called the novo virus i guess apparently and what it does is it basically attacks the immune system um Mm. and they said i had something called gastroenteritis which is one of the I one of the uh, symptoms. It's one. It's one of the symptoms of this new Novo virus. So it's possible that I might have that. I ended up testing negative though for the, for uh, COVID. And what's weird sure. is I ended up testing. I ended up testing negative for the flu as well though. So I, I don't know. Okay, you know, they, they can't they be that bad. Well. You say that, but I mean, literally, I'll tell you this. You know, there there are people who do not know this. Uh, after I after I turned turned off the Survivor Pod on Thursday night, yes, and I was going, I was getting ready to go to sleep. I had a shirt on, uh, you know, I and and I'm I'm putting this context just to explain it. I had a shirt on. I had, uh, you know, I had I had a, I had shorts on. And as I was getting into bed, my entire body just started trembling. Like, uh, 
like there were tremor, like like I was in the middle of an earthquake or something. I thought it was really really odd, uh, but luckily I've had a I've had two straight bounce back days. I I felt fine yesterday, or I felt better yesterday. Uh, I felt better today, um, but we'll see. Depending on depending on how I'm feeling, uh, or if Blog Talk decides to disconnect me at all, uh, if we'll do the mm. the full three hours tonight. Um, but yeah, Lou, we have a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, we are yes. currently we are currently in the uh, final game of the night between the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors, with Denver holding a slim Got one right point now. lead over Golden State, and I, I got to say, you know, this th- today's games started off very competitive. I mean, we had a 99-93 to 93 mm-hmm. victory for the Utah Jazz over the uh, Luka Doncic-less uh, Dallas Mavericks. Well, we had, that might do it, though. Well... It all depends on, I you know I guess we'll start off with this game because, uh, you know, uh, it seemed for the most part like Dallas was kind of hanging in there with them not having Luca for for yeah. for at least today's game, and it looked like Dinwiddie was uh, was you know putting together a good game. You know he finished with twenty two points, eight assists four rebounds. Uh, I mean, he had been averaging in the games that, that uh, Luca was out, he had been averaging somewhere around 32 points per game or something. Um, right. But Jalen Brunson had a pretty good game, 24 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Uh, then obviously you had, uh, you had uh, Finney Smith with 14 points and five rebounds. Uh, Reggie yeah. Bullock with 15 points and six rebounds. The big problem with today's game with Dallas, I feel, is that they you could tell you could kind of tell towards towards the fourth quarter they really started to miss Doncic because oh, yeah. some of these shots, some of these shots that they were attempting, it, it you know you would expect. Doncic to make with no problem, uh, but even actually just to start off the game, you know they got off to a pretty slow start, and I noticed. you know I, I was kind of surprised that they finished the first quarter uh, up by three because I was just looking at it and I'm like, oh god, this is. You know, if this is how it's starting out, it's going to be a very long series, or actually, technically, a very short series. If they, depending on yeah. how long Doncic is out for, uh, but Dallas won the first quarter, twenty-three to twenty. They lost mm-hmm. the second quarter, twenty-five to twenty. So it was a forty-five forty-three lead for Utah heading into the half. Uh, third quarter, Utah extended their lead by winning that quarter 28-22 and then Dallas just barely won the fourth quarter 28-26 but obviously not enough uh to overcome Utah uh 99 to 93 and 
you got you got to yeah. figure, Lou, that with yeah. Assuming that Doncic is able to potentially go in Game Two, you got to think that there that there's probably going to be a different result this this next go around. You probably think there would have to be. Well, I think they'll call it a must win because if they don't, you know, then uh, it could be a tough it could be a tough thing to come back because Luca is their star player. He has carried this team, you know, to where they are. And I just don't see how much they can do without him. So if he doesn't come come back, you know, it's going to put him in a hole that uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to climb out of. But it's yet to be determined. If well, he will, it has not been determined if he's going to play or not yet in freaking two. Yeah, yeah. It's it said he is he he's suffering from a calf strain. Uh, the only known thing was that he would be out for today's game. Uh, right. They didn't say whether or not he would be out for uh, for Monday's game. They didn't say that yet. Uh, but you know that's another thing we have to talk about too: the spacing yeah. of games this this season, the, mm-hmm. of, uh, of playoff games. Because doesn't it seem very odd that usually aren't home games back to back like you have? Uh, in the playoff, in the playoffs, you have um, a home game, and then the very next night you have a home game, and then you get. I think I think it's like two to three days uh, worth of travel yeah. or something. Right? Am I am I just thinking? Or am I just thinking? Am I just thinking of the NHL? You're probably thinking the NHL. Because I could have sworn yeah, there's been there's been playoff schedules where it's been literally uh, the first two games you have back to back and then you have a bit of an a, a little bit of a break in between. Right. Well, actually, it's every other night. Then it's the two to three day uh, travel. It's the NBA uh, and the NHL rather. So um, you know they don't really play back to back in the playoffs. Oh, okay. Right, right, you know what? That actually makes a yeah. lot more sense. I'm probably thinking yeah. of the NHL, maybe, because right. Uh, that's why that that's why they say specifically that. Uh, oh, you know what? No, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Major League Baseball, because uh, you know it's it's a lot tougher in the NBA because in the NBA, you know, you have players that sometimes sit out the second uh the second half of a back to back. So yes. uh but I mean good news for Doncic is he has two days to figure out whether or not he's gonna play in game two. And even if he does play in game two, who knows if he's gonna be at full strength. Yeah. For all we know. You know he could potentially uh, he could still potentially be a little weak based off of the uh, depending on how serious the calf strain is. Yeah, no um, one's no one's uh, said how how serious it is yet because calf strains are difficult to tell because you don't know uh, just where the injury is or how severe it is. I mean, no one you can never really tell with that kind of injury. He was he was sitting at courtside though. Uh, okay, I, I, can't I didn't see. I didn't see if he practiced and shoot around though. Uh, that much I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but you know the the one thing that the, okay it says it says here 
that he was listed as day to day. So, all right. I guess I guess you could probably give it a more than likely that he may play in game two, especially with the extra it's off possible. day. Uh, I mean, it would be it would be worst case scenario if he can't play game two because the last thing Dallas mm. wants to do is lose both games at home. Exactly. But you know, just especially taking a look at today's game, the one thing that kind of surprised me was the fact that Donovan Mitchell and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Got, uh, got off to such a slow start offensively. And, you know, it was keeping that window open for Dallas. But once they, once they finally, uh, once their shots finally started dropping, you know, all of a sudden, it, 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 momentum started to shift in Utah's direction. And let me see. I believe, uh, do we have uh, the man without his help? Uh, none of this would be possible. Jim, is that you? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, hey, boss. Yeah. Jim, <laughs> how's it going, man? Uh, uh, a, a, tough, pretty, pretty, a tough loss. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, Jim, I got, a, I got a problem. I went to, okay. I went to Facebook. You, I went to Facebook. You several weeks ago. But there were nine people with your name that came up. <laughs> so I had a little trouble trying to, to, to face you. That's why you didn't hear from me on Facebook. I'm like, okay, uh, like, will the real Jim Roy please stand up? <laughs> I didn't know what to do because I didn't want, I didn't want to get the wrong one. Let's see. Uh, the, Lou, I can send you the link again. Lou, 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 my, Lou my account is the yes. one that has a – um, as as a profile picture, has a T-shirt that says "Early." Okay. Yeah, I just want to be sure which one was yours because I did go to like Steve said, but there were like nine people with the name Jim Roy. Okay, if I do the wrong one, I'm in big <laughs> trouble. I've, That's I've why you didn't hear that, from me. I've, I've noticed that. I've noticed there's some more too. One of them's a doctor. I noticed one of them's a doctor. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, mine's the one with the profile picture is a T-shirt that says "Early." Okay, I remember that. Okay. All right. All but right. yeah, Steve, it was kind of a up and down day. I mean, uh, my hogs got a win over LSU in baseball to sweep the series, but then ah. my Grizzlies lost. In game one of Minnesota. I'm still pissed off as you are right now about about the officiating in that game because there's – I mean, it doesn't help that Memphis was missing free throws, but, you know, there's just no excuse for some of the – some of the missed calls that should have been called for Memphis and instead, it, it seemed like all of the calls were going against Memphis. Yeah. Well, w- one of the things is, one of the things is, like I told you earlier today, is I don't, I mean, I don't know how these refs are looking at things. Uh, 
But a lot of times when guys make moves to drive in to the goal, they lower their shoulder to create contact and either push off or get a foul call. And Carl Anthony Towns is a world-class professional at that, and they never call him for it. It's They always call it on the defender. And, um, I mean, it's frustrating, you know, because, the I mean, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. And if you let him by with that, how are you going to stop him in there? You can't. Yeah, it's you, you know this is what this was one of the uh, I actually I actually looked it up after our conversation in Sports Whispers, and he actually complained a whole bunch. I forget if it was this season or last season about him not getting any calls. And yeah, now all of I, a know, sudden, I, I even noticed. I don't. I I think I think on I think on that game, the analyst was. Uh, Maybe it was Richard Jefferson. I don't know who it was, but somebody even, whoever was yeah, announcing, was. even co- even they even commented, um, Carl, why are you doing this? I mean, stop crying. Stop whining. Yeah, I know Jefferson because, did one of the two. Yeah. Uh, Jefferson did one of the two early games. I forget if it was Memphis or if it was uh, uh, Dallas. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember who it was. But whoever whoever the analyst was even griped about how badly that that Towns is is crying about calls. And and like I told you, Steve, this guy, seven feet tall, plays inside, bumps around bodies and stuff, and he only picked up his third foul with like a minute left. Mm. And he's yeah. griping? He's griping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense whatsoever, especially when you're up uh, at that point. They were up by like what ten, twelve. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the game left. was over. The ga- the game, for all intent and purposes, was over. Minute yep. left. They're up by twelve or thirteen, and he's still bitching about a call. And you know they didn't even have the worst refs of the of the day uh, in that game. The well, the, I, I should say the worst. Uh, you know the the ones who are notorious for uh, for screwing up calls. Uh, Denver, uh, Denver and Golden State, which is on right now, they actually have Scott Foster as their lead ref, who basically he's known for if the NBA wants a game to go a certain way. They bring him in to ensure it goes that way. Mm-hmm. Well, if if that's the case, Golden State's going to win. <laughs> well, yeah, especially with uh, they're talking about Jamal Murray may come back for Denver or something, and clearly, you know, the I don't think the NBA wants anybody threatening Golden State this early on, especially. Yeah. Especially with the fact that they have both uh, both of the Splash Brothers back now. Well, I don't think they have to. I don't think the NBA has to worry about that too much because Golden State's loaded. 
I mean, they've still got the Splash oh, yeah. Brothers. They've still got Draymond. They got Ugladog coming off the bench, and they have really done a great job of of developing some young people, and then picking up Wiggins. I mean, that was huge. Yeah. I mean, they're they got they're Jordan loaded. Poole. They, they got Jordan yeah, Poole loaded. as well, who did they, uh, who, they, who did a great job uh, with with Clay Thompson's absence. Yeah, uh, they're loaded. I I think they'll probably make it to the finals. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked. They they still have pretty much close to the same uh to the same well the same core players uh that they had in their previous uh championship runs. So, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they uh if they somehow sneak through and uh end up representing the West. Yeah, I mean if I mean if they win this this round, they get the winner of Memphis and Minnesota, which um, they would probably kill Minnesota. They don't match up real well with Memphis. Memphis has always yeah. handled Golden State pretty good. But uh, and then after that, of course, it'd probably be Phoenix. But I just if they want make somebody it, if to they shut make up. It, uh, if they make it that far, if they make it that far, they're going to be on a roll. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I just want somebody to shut up, Pat Beverly. That's all I care about. <laughs> I don't care who it is. I hope it's I don't Memphis, blame but I hope it's Memphis. But uh, I mean, the dude was talking so much shit, and and he had just gone to the bench, scoring seven points uh, with four fouls. It's like, yeah, dude, you're, I've, you're never, not I've really never doing anything right now. You know, and 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 like I told you today, he's a Razorback. You know, so God bless him because he's a Razorback. But I have never seen a guy talk shit like he does and never have any all-star appearances, never have any MVPs, never have any titles in any kind of thing. But he's just a trash talker. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he was a Clipper for so long. You know, you're a Clipper. That was a problem to losing. <laughs> yeah, the LA Sugar. This is new for him. You know, this this is new for him in Minnesota. He, you know, in Minnesota, oh. he actually won a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and, 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 uh, and they're they again. They were, you Steve, did you hear what they said today? And this this just almost made me want to throw up. Yeah. They they said the Timberwolves think he is their best leader since <laughs> Garnett. Since <What>? Garnett, <laughs> they compared him to Kevin Garnett. <laughs> I, I'm Come sorry, on, really? No, no. As we used to say back in the eighties, say what? Yeah, I he, would uh, consider he he. He couldn't even lace Kevin Garnett's shoes. <laughs> I would, I, I would well, consider, I, can't either. I would consider, ah! I would consider Carl Anthony Towns a better leader than than Beverly. Yes. All Beverly does is talk shit, and he's been talking shit ever since Memphis traded him uh, after he originally got traded from L.A. Yeah, 
Well, he don't fit in with 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 the Memphis style and 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 the Memphis the Memphis uh, culture. Let's put it that way. He don't fit in with the Memphis and, culture. And I mean, they, they also no. said they they also said that they were going with the youth movement, which is fine. You know, it's okay. perfectly understandable okay. that they want to go with a youth movement. And I mean, look at where it got them the second seed this year. Yeah, but. I don't. I just. I don't understand what he has against uh, what he has against Memphis and specifically against John Morant. Apparently, because uh, you know he was barking up a storm ever since uh, ever since Minnesota won that playing game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he 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 proved he proved today he could not stop John Morant. <laughs> well, clearly, he a bulldozer for that. Yeah. So, but no, he just—I mean, he—he he don't fit in with, and I think that's the best word for it. He don't fit in with the Memphis Grizzlies culture of, no. of what they're looking for, in, in, you know, in a player. Right. Yeah. Now, Jim, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Dallas, who ended up dropping their first game to Utah earlier today without Luka Doncic, who has been out with a he, – he's out with a calf strain. Now, they have him listed as day-to-day. Could they possibly win game two if he's still out? I it seems like it was kind of close. I honestly think he'll play game two, but if he doesn't, they're going to probably lose again. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, when you look at their roster, they really just don't have much firepower after him. Yeah. And and and, and the, everyone knows playoff time in the NBA is different. So yep, it, you 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 got to have the stars show up, and I mean. If he doesn't play game two, I think they're going to probably lose game two and get swept. But uh, if he plays yeah. game two, I think they'll win. I was thinking the same thing. Jim. I mean, you know, even if he isn't, even if he isn't at a hundred percent, I I feel that if if he was able to play today, I think it would have been a difference. Even yeah. if he wasn't a hundred percent, because yeah, well, you know, it, just just some of the some of the shots that he can get off, it, he's almost becoming a human cheat code like Curry is. <laughs> yeah. What do you What do you think about what What do you guys think about the MVP talk? Because the you know I, I've been watching the the mm-hmm. Golden State game. And they just keep saying um, that the dude on on uh, Denver is going to win the MVP for the second straight time, and I yeah, don't Jokic. think he is. Joker. Yeah. And I, 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 I thought maybe I thought the maybe uh, the Greek freak. No, the Greek freak isn't even in the conversation right now. 
I mean, you know, I can I can give you three people right now that would I think should beat him and and uh, you know Joel Embiid, um, yes. Ja Morant, and mm-hmm. uh, let me get let me come up with a third one. Oh, Giannis from Milwaukee. I said the Greek freak. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even understand how the guy from Denver's in the conversation. Well, a lot, a lot of them, a lot of, a lot of them basically just look at stat lines. They don't look at. Uh, it, it's it's sad that MVP. Uh, awards now basically go based off of your stats as opposed to, you know, if you're a most valuable player, it means that if they take you away from your team, what does your team, can your team survive without you basically? Uh, yeah. And, but if, if you go, if you go by Steve, if you go by that thought, you gotta, you gotta just eliminate John ja Morant because, even when he was injured this year, Memphis went twenty and five without him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Very you can't you that that ends that argument. But you but see what the been, guy uh, you see what the guy brings and what he does. Uh, Jim, they've been compiling because uh, because just like the Hall of Fame voting, uh. What's it called? Uh, members of the media vote on the MVP award, and there have yes. been some who have already given out their uh, that have already given out their official totals. Uh, right well, now, Steve, Nikola Jokic. Stephen A. Smith said he voted for uh, Embiid. Yeah, and I, I yeah, don't have I don't uh, have an argument with that. I don't have an argument with that. Yeah, let's see. The uh the first place in bead votes uh of the notables, uh Brian Windhorst from ESPN, Rick Boucher or Boucher Boucher from uh Fox Sports One. Uh let's see, Greg Anthony from TNT, Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated, Stephen A. Smith, uh Ramona Shelburne, Michael Wilbon. Mm-hmm. Gary Washburn from the Boston Globe, uh, Mark Medina from NBA.com, and Kendrick Perkins uh, have been the the ones who have voted uh, first uh, first place for Embiid so far. But right now, uh, Jokic has thirty seven thirty seven first place votes with a one hundred and forty point lead over second place Joel Embiid with oh, that's, about that's, 46 that that's just wrong that's just wrong mm. about, and and there's about 46% of the vote left to go that's just wrong i mean i mean you, you got to look at what what Embiid has done with his scoring his rebounding his defense and leading his team through kind of a 
weird season where they don't have Simmons and then you bring in a new guy, Harden, and you still do all of this stuff? I mean... Mm-hmm. I mean, he won the scoring title. Yeah. I mean, he averaged over 30 points a game. <laughs> yeah, 30... Uh, here's the, here's the thing. He averaged thirty point six compared to, to compared to Jokic's twenty seven point one. Uh, Jokic averaged thirteen point eight rebounds compared to Embiid's eleven point seven. Uh, Jokic also averaged seven point nine assists compared to four point two for Embiid, and the player efficiency rating. Uh, Jokic was first in the league with 32.94 compared to Embiid with 31.24. So, you know, you here, know here's stupid little stats like that. Well, he, he, I, I, think, I think we're talking about symptoms of the problem. The whole problem is who gets to vote. Mm-hmm. The media. Let the players vote. Let the coaches yeah. vote. They'll tell you who the best player was. Don't yeah, I mean, blame no, it I'm up the writers a... and reporters who are all just so opinionated and maybe they've built up somebody all season or run down somebody all season so they're going to cast their vote this way. Don't do it that way. Let right. the players and the coaches yeah. vote. Yeah. I'm taking a look at some of these names right now, uh, or some of the names of the uh, outlets that are represented. I mean, you got, you got the Toronto Star, which, I mean, I understand, you know, Toronto, they have the Raptors up there. But yeah. you got the Toronto Star, you have the Denver Post, you got – you you have newspapers from each and every city, uh, each and every NBA city represented. Uh, you have the Athletic, obviously, uh, which covers not just the NBA but a whole bunch of different sports. Uh, you have all of the major new, uh, you know, all, all of the major sports networks represented, like Fox, ABC, mm-hmm. NBC, ESPN, yes, uh, TNT. You know, I'm kind of surprised though that David Aldridge went with uh, with Jokic on this mm. because he's always been so, he's always been so impressed by Embiid that I'm kind of surprised he went with Jokic over Embiid. But I kind of think oh. that it. I, I I really think that stats are definitely playing a part in people's decision making, as opposed to actually looking at. You take this person away from that club. What happens to that club? Can they stay? Well, afloat? if you take if you let's let's be honest. If you take Embiid away from Philly, what are they? The Houston and, Rockets. And, and you can make the same yeah. argument for the other guy. If you take him away from Denver, what are they? So eliminate that argument yeah. because it eliminates each other. 
listen, by by no means am I like a Sixers fan mm-hmm. or yeah. a Embiid fan. I just think I've I thought all season and I talked with Tim about this all season. I thought the the best two this season were either him or or Morant for Memphis because of what Ja Morant did for the Grizzlies. Yeah. And, I mean, that would have been my first two picks. And it would it would have been Jim tough. I- and, see, the thing is, this is where it gets down to, like, when you're letting writers and reporters and stuff vote on it. If you let me vote on it, I'd have probably voted for Ja because – that's my guy, and that's not yeah. fair. That's not fair. Now I'm looking at I'm looking at some of the other possible voters that may have voted but just haven't received, just haven't you know revealed their. Uh, there's still a lot of well-known people who haven't revealed their votes yet like you still got the entire tnt crew uh ernie johnson uh shack you know uh kenny smith shack shack will, shack will vote shack will vote for Embiid, and charles barkley vote if for... he can find his way off if he can find his way <laughs> off the golf course <laughs> so ain't, no telling, ain't no telling who chuck will vote for but Shaq will vote for Embiid. Uh, I think I think, got... I think Ken, I think Kenny I think Kenny would vote for Embiid. I think Ernie would vote for Embiid. You still got Mark Jackson from uh from ESPN that still that still has to uh have his vote revealed. Um, I think he'll vote for Embiid. Let's see. You got Jackie McMullen. From ESPN as well. I've uh, seen a lot of. I've a, seen a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people wanting Mark Jackson to be named the new Lakers coach. It's possible. Uh, I I know the from from what it sounds like. It sounds like LeBron would love that. From well, what I've been reading on uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Um. Does ESPN get a vote? Because if they did, they vote for LeBron. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Ah, uh, yes, they do. <laughs> they do get a vote. They get. Um... They'll they'll vote for LeBron. You know they LeBron. got a stake in the Lakers. You know they got a stake I, in I, the Lakers. I mean, I I thought I I saw a I saw a meme today or a screen something that was funny. It was like the. Uh, uh, ESPN has officially canceled their coverage of the NBA playoffs because LeBron's not in it. Surprise. I mean, it's kind of no. fun. It's, you know, we we kind of talked about this last week, Jim. Uh, and I want to I want to ask you the same question. Where do you think – what do you think of the state of the Lakers right now? I mean, do you think there's a massive blow-up coming, especially with how they ended the I, season? I think if – I think if – see, here, here's here's 
the thing about it. If you look at it wise as a owner and a general manager, you need to blow it up and rebuild because this ain't going to work. Right. But but if you let LeBron keep dictating things, you're probably not going to do that. I would try to find somebody to make a trade with me to take Anthony Davis away from me because he only he's only a part-time player. Right. And right, and the this one going to sound this 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 going to sound shocking. This going to sound shocking, but if I could find somebody that would make me a really good trade to reload my roster with some good young players, I'd trade LeBron. Oh, that's not really that's not really shocking honestly because he's made no. It, he's made it known. He's made it known that he will because uh, he wants to play for whoever whoever drafts his son when his son becomes draft eligible. So, yeah. if a team has already if a team has already made a commitment to to draft his son whenever his son is able to be drafted, uh, he he will basically force uh, whether he's a free agent or if he's uh, still on the Lakers or whatever team he, he will be on. He also he also said he also said he'd like to play with with Curry on Golden State and Curry said no nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Well, think about think about that. Have you ever seen <laughs> LeBron be a uh, be a ball uh, be a ball sharer? I don't think so. <laughs> That's what the problem is here with the Lakers. You have you have huge egos in both LeBron. Yeah, and Russell Westbrook, and they thought that this marriage was going to work. Westbrook had—I mean, granted—he he had low numbers this yeah. year, but I mean, what were they th- what were they thinking bringing in Westbrook when he? Oh, that's a stat. Hang on a second. Jordan Poole has more points than Nikola Jokic right now. Seventeen mm-hmm. points. Nikola Jokic has 12. They could have had DeRozan. They had a deal worked out for DeRozan. LeBron didn't want that. He wanted Westbrook. So, and now LeBron wants to kind of walk away like he didn't have nothing to do with all that stuff, and he played his ass off, and he did all he could do. Bull yep. shit! You created mm-hmm. this mess, and they had a deal. They had a deal with Houston at the deadline this year for uh, a straight up swap. Wall for uh, Wall for Westbrook, and the Lakers uh, declined it. They had a golden. I mean, they got get rid of look, listen. They got they got what they deserved. They got what they deserve. Yeah. And most really knowledgeable fans know it was because of LeBron. 
and he he can play oh, yeah. this crap off. He can play this crap off like mm-hmm. well, I tried all I could do. I carried him on my back. I did this and this and this. All he was trying to do this season was add to his points total. That's all he tried to do. Yep. Matter of fact, let me bring up his stat line right now. 30.3 points per game. Uh, which I so, believe was second in the league. I mean, even 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 Paul Pierce said today that LeBron's not even in the top five of all time. And and the reason a lot of these veterans are saying that about him is they just had to play within their teams. They didn't get to go out and try to create big threes or big fours and bring who they wanted to play with. They didn't get to do well, that. Pierce got to do it. Pierce got to do it once. So, I mean, LeBron picked this roster. He's the one brought in Melo. He's the one brought in West Brick. He's the one that brought in these guys. Yeah. And when you think about it, Jim, he's going to be 38 in he's going to be 38 next December. How much longer can he keep up this level of production? Well, I will give him credit for that. He's been really productive for someone his age. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give him credit for that. Yes. But if but, you uh, handle the ball every if you handle the ball every time down the court and you you know you make it all about you, you you should have some pretty good stats. But that's not you know that's not a team game. And you you got to have a team to win the NBA. You got to have a team to win MLB. You got to have a team to win the NFL. Yes. Yeah. You know, I got to fi- I just I got to figure that come next season, I think definitely Westbrook is gone. Uh I would give it a 50-50 shot that Anthony Davis is gone. LeBron, I think, will stay until his contract is uh, is uh, is up. Yes. Because there's no way that the GM could get rid of himself. Yeah, I mean, because what is who would what be is wrong, what is wrong? What is wrong with LeBron being one of the so-called best ever, surrounding himself with good? Young talent and winning. Why does he have to have all these old guys that either they stay hurt or they don't mix in? I mean, that didn't you see that don't work? Oh my God! You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I mentioned I mentioned egos and I forgot about Mello. He also brought in Mello this off season too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another ego problem. And he he yeah, he tried to bring it. He tried to bring in Chris Paul, and Chris Paul said, "No, nah, you know what? 
I'm good. <laughs> he he also tried he also tried to bring in Kawhi Leonard too, but then Kawhi said, uh, "Yeah, I'm I'm coming to L.A." Yeah, but, sure. Um, uh, same sta- <laughs> the same the same stadium uh, the same the same uh, you know Staples Center, and yeah, we're still calling it the Staples Center. We're not calling it that stupid ass name that they have now. Uh, but I'm just going to wear. I'm just going to wear a different jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I I think I think a lot of fans are seeing through LeBron now. You think? Oh yeah, because <laughs> because now that he. Uh, now that magic has worn has worn off, basically. Uh, now that I mean, it worked the first year. You know, the first year that he was able to create a super team, he brought uh, he brought in Anthony Davis for the Lakers. Uh, you know, and they ended up winning the title that very first year that the both of them were together. But now Davis has all of a sudden been injured all the time, and. LeBron, hell, he walked out on the team uh, with his foot injury or whatever it was uh, this year. When really he literally he got uh, when he when he was uh, sitting uh, you know on the bench watching the game. It was the yeah. fourth quarter, the beginning of the fourth quarter, and he literally just got up and left. Like, yeah, not even interested in watching the rest of the game. Just got up and left. Yeah, now and, and now is, the coach. This guy is the head now, of the now. Now the coach is fired, so it's his fault. No, I you know I said that, right, I said sure. this last week. I I don't know how much blame you can really put on Vogel because. He was able. He was able to take a, a shitty team like Indiana, and turn and uh, turn them into playoff contenders for a for a certain amount of years. You know, I I I, I still don't think that there's that you can really put uh, as much blame on Vogel as they're as they're putting out on him. But they they had to have a scapegoat because they they couldn't blame it on LeBron. They had to blame it on somebody else. Oh yeah, and the owner, uh, or not the owner, the quote unquote general manager, even though it's really LeBron, uh, basically said that, and he said it wide open. He said it wide open uh, that, oh yeah, Vogel was our third choice. <laughs> Your third choice. I mean, way to tell, way to tell everybody and himself that yeah, I wasn't the first choice that you were going that that you wanted to coach your team. <laughs> I mean, that instills a lot of confidence right there. Yeah. Now, does it? There, yeah, yeah. There, I, I'm I'm going to tell you something that should should speak volumes. Magic Johnson spoke out against LeBron. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar spoke out against LeBron. That should speak volumes. 
And I'll guarantee you if Kobe, I'll guarantee you if Kobe was still alive, he would have spoke out against this crap. Yes, probably. Yeah, those are two. Those are two bona fide legends. Uh, and if they're if they're speaking out against him, uh, that's when you know that the Lakers have a problem. The Lakers management should realize that they have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, because Laker fans, even though they might be behind LeBron for the last year or two, when you're talking Magic, you're talking Kareem, they're like, oh, wow. They listen to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Jim, going back to what we were talking about Embiid, I'm actually looking at the current tracking for the all-NBA teams, and Embiid, it looks like he's on track to not even be named to the first team. (laughs) How stupid is that? How stupid is that? You know who is, though? You know who is, though? Jokic. Oh, my God. Embiid is currently just, on track to just, be named just to the com- second team. Common sense. Common sense, Lou. Common sense, Steve. From just yes. watching watching the games, if you had a choice to pick a center for your team, which guy are you going to take? Embiid. Embiid. <laughs> I mean, it's not even a question. Need we say more? Hell, hell! <laughs> you look at you look at what the Celtics did against Denver this year. They absolutely destroyed Jokic every single matchup. And B, they can't do that same thing. But Jokic, they made Jokic quit twice. <laughs> Now, as far as uh, as far as some of the other positions, it looks like uh, for guard you're looking at Doncic and Booker as first team. John Morant looks like he's going to second team. Uh, forwards, it looks like and uh, the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo, and by a surprise, Jason Tatum will represent the first team for the forwards and Jokic looks like he's going to, he's on his way to representing the center position for the first team. Uh, Second team for forwards will probably be Durant and making sure my math is right. DeRozan. So that means LeBron is going to be uh, is going to be potentially third team, or who knows? He may not even make an All NBA team this year. Well, I mean, a lot, like you said, a lot of this goes on stats because there ain't there ain't no starting five out of the NBA that I could pick that I would not have Kevin Durant in the in the top five. Yeah, I, I think a lot. Of, I think part of it has to do as well with the fact that he was injured part of the year too. That that may play into uh, 
into decision into the you know what what all NBA team he makes or something. But I mean, he's definitely you know that's why I was afraid that the Celtics would have to face the Nets in the first round because if you're if you know if if you if you have to face off against Kevin Durant. It's like one of those things where you have to do a double tap. If you have to shoot, if you, if you shoot them, you better make sure you shoot the son, the son of a bitch twice or maybe three times <laughs> to make sure he's dead. Because you better if you give him if you give him even an inch of space, he can land it with no problem. I mean, I mean, he he's a freak of nature. He's a seven foot guy. That can mm-hmm. shoot threes, can shoot mid range. He can take you inside. I mean, he's everything. So yeah, um, he he's done it. He's done it in the NBA for titles. He's done it in the Olympics. You know, I don't know how you leave that guy off. I I just I don't understand that because. In all honesty, it, you know, Giannis is really good. Don't get me wrong. He's really good. But if you ask me who the best player in the world is, I'm going to pick Durant. I mean, just just imagine if Durant never got injured. Yeah. Imagine if Durant never got injured and didn't have to miss uh, how long did he miss? A year and a half, two years, or something like that? About a year. I think it was a year and a half. You know, Im- imagine if he didn't have to miss all that time that he did. Oh, what could what he could have uh, what he could have potentially done that first year in Brooklyn? Nah, he's he's awesome. He's awesome. I mean. He should have stayed on Golden State. They'd still be winning titles. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's you know awesome. that's a, that's why that's why you know there were, there were so many people on twi- on Celtics Twitter who are saying I don't I don't see why you guys are worried about the Nets. They're you know they don't have they don't have their full roster. Uh, they no. they don't play defense. And then I said. Yeah, but they got Durant. <laughs> they got Durant. Oh, I guess that'd be enough. I don't think so. Yeah, they got Irving. You know, it's and plus the Celtics won't have uh, Robert Williams for at least the start of the uh, of the series. There's uh, there's a that's, rumor that he may actually be able to come back midway through. That's going to be an interesting series because that's not a typical. High seed, low seed thing. No. You know, no, the, the only, it, reason, the only reason the Nets are such a low seed is because of all the injuries and stuff they had this season. And because Otherwise, Kyrie, they, would, they would have been a lot higher seed. Yes. And because Kyrie, because Kyrie also couldn't play at home the whole season. That was a big yeah, factor because of the too. COVID, uh, yeah, because of the he, vaccination he thing. He he wouldn't take a shot. <laughs> yeah, because You know, here's here's my problem with that. This is my problem with that. 
Okay, even if I don't agree with it, and I don't think I should have to do it, and I don't believe in it, if I'm a team member trying to be there for my team, I'm still going to take the damn shot. What does it hurt? Exactly. Oh, sure, I might feel a little pain in the shot in the arm for about a couple of hours, but other than that, really nothing. Yeah, I mean, what does that hurt? Then again, there have been some rumors you might grow two heads or something, or, you know, (laughs) or a third eye, which would happen to me. Yeah, I grew a third eye for a couple of days. It was horrible. (laughs) Hey, Jim. uh, Yeah. Drifting away from basketball for a second, uh, I just saw this little bit of information. Uh, There was a certain player at Fenway Park today, Nadamakan Sue, who is not a Boston Red Sox fan and is not a Minnesota Twins fan, was randomly catching a game, a Boston Red Sox game. (laughs) I kind of wonder... Was he in Gillette? Was he at Gillette earlier for a free agent visit? Hmm. You Imagine know, pairing they, him they, up with Christian well, Barmore. You know, when he he first became a free agent, um, leaving Detroit, there were a lot of rumors about that, but it never happened. I mean, imagine pairing him up with Christian Barmore on that defensive line. You saw how yeah. how big Barmore was this year. Imagine pairing him up with Indomitian Sue. Yeah. I mean, that would be... <laughs> and and, and there's still, whether you like him or not, there's still a lot of buzz around... The Patriots are still flirting around with Odell Beckham. The only way I see that happening is if they get rid of that, of uh, Aguilar, because they need to make the salary match. Well, that I yeah. mean, I would I would do that. I would do that. I would if it, if it, if it means that I have to deal with Nikhil Harry for a little bit longer until Odell Beckham is fully healthy because he, he probably won't be healthy until about November, then I guess I could I guess I could deal with it. Uh I mean I, I, I would I would like it if it was actually a longer contract than just a one year prove it deal. But um yeah. I would love well, you know, as as much as everybody hates him, I would actually love Odell Beckham to come to New England because Apparently, not only did they did he have surgery to repair this uh, uh, this ACL yeah. tear, it also repaired a botched job that they did uh, when he tore it with the Browns. When he hmm. when he got it repaired with the Browns, he wasn't playing with a fully recovered ACL. Because yeah, whoever and he, did the he, surgery he always, always kind of hinted. He always kind of hinted that he was playing injured, and people didn't want to listen to him. They thought it was just an excuse. 
No, but apparently this surgeon, whoever whoever he saw this time, this surgeon saw that and corrected it. So expect whoever lands Odell Beckham Jr., expect him to be 100% healthy when he comes back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, you have uh, you have know. what's his name? Uh, J- you have James on Williams in the draft, who a lot of people are saying that he's going to drop because of his ACL tear. There's actually a, a couple of uh, a couple of mock drafts that have him going as high as number ten, or at least somewhere in the top ten. Really? His draft stock apparently is rising. Hmm. Well, there are a, a lot of good wide receivers in this draft. Yeah. Well, as, as soon as the Patriots got Devontae Parker, though, that basically uh, – I mean, I, lo- I love Devontae Parker, but any dream I had of the Patriots getting a wide receiver in the draft just basically went right out the window. Uh <laughs> But I mean, it makes sense because you know Devontae Parker. He easily, I feel, becomes our number one wide receiver because he was playing in the, he was playing in the same system down in Miami that New England uh, uses. Yeah, but but if they get a shot at uh, somebody that Belichick really likes, and we all know Matthew. he loves. We we, yeah. we, all, we all know he loves the SEC, especially Alabama. If he could get a Matthew. shot at, at uh, Alabama's wide receiver, he might take him. I don't think he'll get a shot at Williams. I think he'll get a shot at Mechie, if anything. Yeah. Because Mechie, I he think, ought to will get, be available he ought to in get, the second He ought round. to get Traylon Burks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I still believe that too. I still, I still think that uh, that that he should go, that he should go for Burks, uh, because lot, you never know. A lot of the, recovering. a lot of the, uh, a lot of the mock drafts now have Burks going to Green Bay with Rodgers. Even with them picking up uh, Watkins this uh, this past yeah. week. Yeah, well, you know Watkins. I mean, he's okay. Um, he's He's not a, he's not a star anymore. He's not, yeah. you know, he's nothing to write home about. He's okay. Though. No, I mean, yeah, he's. A, I mean, you're you're I mean, basically he's, he's no, you're basically trading uh, Javante for him, and that's not a good deal. <laughs> hey, I would mark I would mark him over Valdez Scantling, who yeah. wanted twelve million per year. Yeah, on that market, and I, I I know everybody says, well, it don't matter who they are, Rogers will make them better, and there's a little bit of truth to that, but it's it's not a hundred true. They get they've yeah. got to do their part too. Exactly. You know, they got to run the route. They got to get open. They got to make the catches. 
And Green Bay lost that with Devontae. But, hey, uh, with uh, yeah. with Devontae now officially becoming a Raider, uh, the Raiders have fully committed to Derek Carr for at least the next three years, 121.5 mil, uh, which will put yeah. him through 2025. Yeah. Yeah, my wife's real happy. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure she's on cloud nine right now, Jim. Yeah, she she's a big Fresno State Raider fan and a car family fan, you know. Ah. Not Derek, but yeah. his brother, all of them. I mean. Yeah, I'm uh I'm sure especially with with all the moves that the Raiders have made this off season too. They uh, they did they did have a they did seem to have a good off season. Yeah, at least on the off on the offensive side of the ball. I forget if they well, really they, did they anything picked, defensively. They, well, they picked up Chandler Jones. Oh, that's right. Yes, uh, yeah. Chandler Jones, and I know I know they made I know they made a uh, they made a ploy for Stephon Gilmore before he ended up signing with the Colts this week. Yeah, so did the Rams. The Rams were after him too. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a big name player that becomes available now that the Rams don't go after. It's like just spend all of our damn money, and we're going to try to win right now. And I mean, I mean, it worked for them. It worked for them. Yeah, last, it, uh, it, it it worked last. Yeah. How how long can that work though? You know, because in the future. True. Oh, we don't have any draft picks this season? Oh, these big contracts are coming due? Oh, what do we do now? Sign and trade. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's the other side of that. You know, fans... Fans don't really look at the business side. They just think these teams can go out and spend and buy and do whatever no. and get whoever, and they don't look at the business side of it. That's right. That's the thing they, that's the thing they always seem to forget about. I mean, there are some no, owners. There are some owners. They don't care. Kind of like the guy that owns the Mets now. He don't seem to care. He'll spend anything. No. But most owners look at stuff like that. They're like, why are we going to spend this on this guy? You know, and they don't want to do it. So, um Oh, yeah, but did you see how Mets fans Mets fans are already uh, are already getting the parade floats going because uh, they started out <laughs> yeah. their season they started out their season six and three in the NL East so now they're uh, they're getting the parade floats all ready to go because they're gonna they're I gonna win the World Series this year. I still 
I still think, and I know the Dodgers are good, team to beat in the NL is going to be the Braves. Is Freeman gone? Well, they're not off to a good start this year. Yeah. It's weird. Most most teams this year are off to an even start, a 500 start. You know, there's – I mean, even the AL West right now, uh, Houston has a 4-3 and three record, but yet they're ahead of Oakland, who has a 5-4 and four record. <laughs> it's so weird. Some of these uh, – You know, and, and every – Everybody was – win percentage. Everybody, everybody was bitching and griping about Oakland having a fire sale, getting rid of their players, and they're 5-4. and four. They're like getting rid of the franchise. Yeah, yeah it's it is kind of surprising actually because Oakland, you know, everybody everybody was looking at was looking at them being a rebuilder, but yet somehow. But don't the AL don't they is, don't they don't they tend to always do that? Everyone seems yeah. to kind of overlook them and think they screwed up or they they didn't do this or they didn't do that and all of a sudden you look at the end of the year and they're battling for a playoff spot yeah pretty much the only team out uh that's out of the al west right now is texas with and a two they're, and the five ones that went, they're the ones that went and spent the money <laughs> exactly exactly uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they went out and bought everybody they could buy. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it, Jim? Yeah, I mean it's crazy. It's crazy. You spend all you know, of that and, and us, that us being us being red us being Red Sox fans, we get frustrated with that. We're like, why didn't we do this? Why didn't we do that? Why didn't we do this? And at the end of the season, we're in the playoffs. It's like. Just let it play yeah. out and see what's going to happen. Well, I'm just happy that Alex Cora finally let Tanner Houck pitch more than five innings today. That's, <laughs> for the first time in Tanner Houck's career, for the first time in Tanner Houck's career, he was able to go more than five innings of work. He went five and he's good. Innings, he's he's going to be he's yeah, going to be a stud. The earliest, though. He's going to be a stud. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, but, but Lou, Lou, even last year, last year, the whole entire season, uh, when when Tanner Houck got called up, uh, no matter how good he pitched, Alex Cora was like, no, 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 we don't, I don't care how good you're pitching, kid, you're oh, coming yeah. out. Yeah, yeah he, he did the uh, – he would do the, the Dave Roberts thing like Dave Roberts did to Kershaw. Oh my God! Oh yeah, yeah. Which should never should have happened. Seven innings, no runs, no hits, no walks. But I'm gonna yank you. And you pull them out. What are you stupid? Eighty pitches. Lou, I told Steve the other day if that would have been me pitching, because I was a pitcher. If that would have been me pitching, they didn't have security get me off that damn mound. Wow! <laughs> 80, I don't think you would have started riot pitches too. 
I mean, so you're going to pull me, up. and I got a perfect game going, and I only need like six and outs. And they gave up the hit just after that. Nice going, yeah. stupid. <laughs> and he had he had at most. At most, he had 40 pitches left because I think his career yeah. high is like 123, 127 or something. Dumbass. I mean, you you can have you can have nine or ten pitch in, nine or ten pitch innings. So, um, uh, man, I I. I I, I wouldn't. I would not have left that mound unless security come drug me off. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got it. You know, and, and the other thing I said, Lou, was okay. Yeah. I give up a hit. Come get me. That's fine, but don't do me right. like this. Right. Right. It's. I mean, I, I was I was in the middle of work, and luckily there were no kids. Uh, you know, there were no kids at the time. But I literally stood up. I stood up and yelled out, "What the fuck!" As soon as I saw that, <laughs> you did too. Yes, as soon as I saw I that, I just stood up. Yeah, I just stood. I stood up and I yelled, "What the fuck!" Because I, you know, I was keeping track of my Twitter timeline and everything, and. Uh, you know, looking at looking at uh, all the different all the different uh, bits of news for the Red Sox and whatnot that day, and then all of a sudden I see Clayton Kershaw is in the middle is in the middle of a perfect game, and Dave Roberts is thinking of pulling him out. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like make a lot of sense here. Yeah, it was it is- was it was nuts. It was nuts. A lot of a lot of other ex players and stuff have come out talking about it too. I know Reggie Jackson was one of them. He 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 I mean, didn't the, like that at all. The, the dude is thirty seven. He he wants to add on to his resume. Let him add on or attempt to. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know the thing is he's been he's he's battled through so many injuries and stuff the last couple of seasons. And he's got a perfect game going after seven, and you pull him? No. Uh-uh. No. Okay, yeah. strategy Like I that? said, if he, if he gives up a hit, okay. That's fine. Okay, he gave up a hit. Perfect yeah. game's over. I'll pull him. But you do not pull him until something happens. Right. Yeah, it just it, it, it some of his some of Dave Roberts' uh managerial decisions have been very questionable over the last couple of years. I don't know yeah, if, if one, him winning that World Series got to his head or something, but I mean, it's just some of the decisions that he's made uh, it just it makes you shake your head like what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Or what were you thinking? Or the game were you thinking at all? Let's speaking see, of what uh, he was yeah. yeah, I think it's kind of pulled out. Dropped Did did anybody did anybody see anybody see any comments of what Kershaw said about it? I'm sure he tried to be professional about it, but 
I did yeah. not know. Yeah, unfortunately, that, that's the thing about it. I haven't seen any comments anywhere to where Kershaw defended it or or went against it. It's kind of like he just went silent, which should speak volumes. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, because he's probably pissed off. Yeah, I know. I would yeah. be. I'm like. I'm dealing with a perfect game. You want to take me out? What are you? Come on. Not the game of my life. You want to pull me out? Why? Right. He said, if anything, he just said he felt bad for the fans. Because yeah. the fans well, yeah. didn't get the I opportunity mean, to, you know, the, the fans yeah, didn't get an opportunity to potentially, witness, to potentially witness history. Yeah, I mean, even if he walked a batter, he still got a no hitter going. Exactly. Yeah, but you know, you know what? Speaking of, uh, you know, what? Speaking of what the hell? What the hell were you thinking? What do you guys think of Joe Madden apparently putting Corey <laughs> Seager on the same level as Barry Bonds? And intentionally walking Corey Seager to walk in a run when you're already down three to two, and you intentionally walk in a run to make it four to two. Yeah. To me, it's pretty basic. I am never, ever giving you a run. No. You've got to earn it. So, um he could strike out, he could foul out, whatever, or he could get he a hit. Up. But I'm not going to just hand you a run. But this no. little squirt, though, Corey Seager, who had 16 homers last year, is the same as Barry Bonds. <laughs> that, was, that was the Barry Bonds. How do you compare the two anyway? You know, I've I've always I've always had this opinion about Madden. I think he's pretty smart, but I think at times he tries to do stuff to make himself seem like a genius that uh-huh. nobody saw coming. I mean, he's the one that first started um letting the pitcher not bat nice and moving him up in the order. I mean, he's done all kind of crazy stuff. And I think he's just got to the point to where he thinks he's above everything and people want to see what he's going to do. And that, was, to me, was just stupid. I mean, I feel, I feel bad for Angels fans, but they had to go from Mike Sosha to Joe Madden. I mean, Sosha wouldn't have made that. Uh, even 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 Mike Trout, Mister Angel, Mike Trout said he didn't understand. <laughs> he was it. trying to process it. He was trying to. Yeah. If, if you saw the video, he was trying to process it through his head. Yeah. We're like, we're gonna walk a guy and give him a run. <laughs> Yeah. And it's Corey Seager. (laughs) 
I mean, yeah, well, I mean, Corey Seager, you know, he's so intimi- he's so intimidating with. Uh, he's so, so what, what's he gonna do in his, that? Uh, what's he gonna do in that situation when it's uh, Guerrero batting? <laughs> he's gonna walk in. Uh, walk and run. He's gonna walk. He's gonna walk. <laughs> you go, lad. <laughs> hey, Guerrero. Honestly, I would say Guerrero is a bigger threat than uh, yeah than Seager is. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. There, there are a lot of bigger threats than Seager. What a, I mean, Devers, Bogart, JD. There's oh, yeah. a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Hell, even Verdugo. There's a lot of them on the Red Sox right now. Oh yeah, somebody may want to test Verdugo because uh he's off to a pretty uh pretty huge start offensively so far this year that yeah. uh may want to test him for some roids, I think. Uh no, I don't I don't, I, don't I, 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 I always always felt like always felt like it's in that road. that Mookie Betts deal that Verdugo was the key to the whole thing. I thought we got a guy that we're going to develop into a really good player. Well, you, so think, far, so you, think Jeter, you think Jeter Downs is going to, but you're seeing it with Verdugo. Uh, you know, ultimately, I almost, I almost think that Jeter Downs is going to, is going to ultimately end up being moved because, depending on how on how Marcelo Meyer tra- uh, tracks along, and especially if they can't, well, actually no, because they would need they would need Jeter Downs to fill in, unless mm-hmm. Story becomes the new shortstop. Because I mean, let's face which, it, which, with the low which ball is, offers, which is very which is very possible now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with the low ball, uh, uh, can you believe that, Jim? Four years, ninety million, is all that the Sox are offering to Bogart. It's sure. like no wonder why he passed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know he's going to top that on the open market, big time, easily, big time, easily. Plus, I mean, it has to come into play that you're homegrown. You've you've been there your whole career, and done this your whole career for this team. Is there not any loyalty? Yeah, and the Devers uh, the Devers negotiations apparently are separated by nine digits, nine figures. Yeah, and and they're not even talking to Evaldi. <laughs> No. Oh no, no. Hell no. Way too much money. Way too much way too much money. You know, John Henry needs that money to per- to purchase another sports team. Yeah. Oh. It's mm. They just they're not big spenders anymore. They're just not big spenders. They try to I mean, do it was it. surprising they- they try to they try Corey. to do it with with finding people that don't make a lot of money that can come up with big seasons. 
like they did with Hunter Renfro. Yeah. And then, of course, they traded him for Jackie Bradley Jr. Right. Yes. Which, I mean, offensively, Jackie isn't really bringing anything right now, but uh, obviously he still has his defense from what we've from what we've been able to see this season so far. So, yeah. you know, I. You know, know. What, what's, of, Joe, uh, what's Joe Madden going to do with the bases loaded and Aaron Judge comes to the plate? Yeah, we'll walk him in. <laughs> or Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I know what yeah, he'll do. Well, him, I know what him he'll intentionally. Do. No, no I, know what he'll, I know what he'll do to Stanton. I know what he'll do to Stanton. He'll pitch outside and Stanton will uh, will chase. Yeah, because that's what the running joke always was. Uh, before before Stanton started to light up the socks, that's what the running joke always was. That uh, whenever Stanton would cut would come up in a in a, uh, a runners on base, uh, you know, with uh, runners in scoring position, um, all the socks would have to do is just pitch up and away, and. Stanton would uh, would chase every time. Yeah, he does. Uh, he does that. <laughs> hey, get this, Steve. I'm, I know, have the game on my computer, and I got the streaming from your station in Boston. <laughs> How about that? Well, I mean, it's you know, it it is. You are close. Well, well, wait a minute. What what would be the other? Uh... Wait, oh, which game? I know. The AB... Oh, I mean, we say the ABC station, New York, Philadelphia. You know, but I got this. But yeah, I got, you got the, the one I got out the of Boston. Boston? Yeah. Huh. That's weird. Tell me about it. Usually I would get it from my own station, but I got the uh, I got the streaming from the uh, Channel Seven in Boston. But uh, ninety seventy uh, twenty point lead uh, at the end of the third yep. quarter. So I think this game is pretty no, much it's uh, normal. Is pretty much a a regular Golden State Warrior game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now it's now it's looking normal. what we're used to seeing. Yeah, it looks it looks normal. I don't think I don't think Golden State's gonna have any trouble with them. Uh, Jim, I wow. got good news for you with the uh, I got good news for you with the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, it looks like uh, <laughs> looks like Clint Capella uh, is going to miss significant time uh, <laughs> due to his right knee injury that he suffered in the Cleveland game. So uh, he is well, likely potentially done for the first round after against Miami. after what I after what I posted in uh Sports Whispers last night about Trey Young, my son called me today and he said, "So dad, you really don't like Trey Young, do you?" <laughs> you know? What gave, what gave him the yeah. clue? <laughs> oh, 
I just wow. don't like how cocky he is. How he always does fans in other cities. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I just, you know, act like you've been there before. Be a pro. Act he's like you've been there before. He's my brother. Uh, he got he got it pretty bad from the Knicks fans. He got it pretty bad. That's from, true. That's from true. The we Knicks did fans when they uh, when they when they matched up in the playoffs last year. Yes. Well, you beat us, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's uh, according where's to Trey, Shams, where's the Hawks now? According to Sham Sharania, though, uh, forward John Collins, who was who has been out since uh, March 11th due to foot and finger injuries, will attempt to play tomorrow's game one against Miami for Atlanta. So yeah, he could be potentially a replacement for uh, for Capella because Collins did used to play center before he got moved to power forward. Yeah, Miami, Miami's going to win that series. I would be surprised if they didn't. And it's a good thing, too, because Bam Adebayo did officially clear health and safety protocols. So he is uh, yeah. available for tomorrow's game and, one. And how would how would you feel right now? How would you feel right now if you were – a member of the Clippers, and you don't have Paul George because he wouldn't take a fucking COVID shot. Yeah, you cost him the, yeah, game, exactly. cost him the, the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, over a damn shot, whether you agree oh, with it or not, shot. it's yeah. just a damn shot. A shot. Although they, they did almost win that first game, didn't they? I think they lost yeah, by like yeah, a yeah, slim margin by like four. I think it was like four yeah, or six it was, points that they lost. It was by. it wasn't as close. It wasn't as close as what the score indicated, though. No. Oh, okay. But then they dropped. Then they dropped the final game to New Orleans, and I'm just like, wow. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. New Orleans, you know, the, only in the NBA could you have a below 500 record and somehow still make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hockey too. Yeah. Well, I think it's almost it's almost going to get to that point in uh, Major League Baseball. Unfortunately, yes, and that's the last thing that they need to do. Yeah. Yeah, the way yeah. things have been trending, I, I would I would have to agree with that. The way things have been trending in baseball recently, in recent years. Yes. Uh, I mean, hell, you had a division leader win. Uh, I mean, look look at look at with... some of look at some of how they give division winners buys, and look at their records as compared to some of the other wild card teams. You've got wild card teams that that win 10 or 12 more games than division winners, but yet they have to go on the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Drop this this, uh, three-divisional crap. I mean, go back to the way it used to be. Yeah, the the American League, you know, 
on one side and, and national on the other. None of this east, west, south, well, whatever it is. I mean, you, you really screwed it up. Thank you, Commissioner. Yeah, that's why I don't. Yeah, moron. That's why I don't understand. That's why I don't understand why why uh, maybe it has to do with scheduling purposes, but. No, I don't understand why sports look, look, have it, it all comes time. down it all comes down to the same thing. Money. 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 You bring in you bring in more teams, you bring in more areas, you bring in more T V markets and you make more money. That's what drives oh, just everything. Got that's what drives everything is the is the mm. revenue. Right. Looks like uh, looks like Boogie just got tossed. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I can't believe he's What's still even in the league. <laughs> Wait, what? What the hell did he get tossed for? Yeah, that's all I don't know. Yeah, he oh, he didn't he argue. To the ref. Look, if if somebody's gonna gonna get argued for, I mean, gonna get tossed for arguing, why didn't Harden get tossed? Why didn't Carl Anthony Towns get tossed? Yeah. Wow, they gave him two straight tech. I'm looking at the uh, at the play by play right now on NBA.com. They gave him two straight technical fouls. For saying one thing to the ref. <laughs> what do you say? I don't know, but he said he, he said one himself. thing. He look, he looked back at the ref, said one thing, and then the ref immediately tossed him. Gave him two mm. straight technical fouls. I don't know what the word is. Well. I don't I don't care what anybody says. That don't deserve two technicals. No. No. But Boogie I mean, has okay, a, you uh, may have cussed me, you may have said you may have said something about my mother, my wife or whatever, but my that's dog. just one te- that's one technical foul. I think part of it though is that Boogie has a has a previous record. In the league, when it comes to oh, technical yeah, yeah, fouls yeah. and everything, because he used to always he used to have a problem with it a whole bunch of times uh, during his Sacramento Kings career. Like I said, I can't even believe he's still in the league. <laughs> oh, I know. I don't. I don't. I don't but know hey, what he, he averaged. He averaged nine points per game this year. Believe it or not, on that bench. Nine points, five point six rebounds. I guess that Denver uh, felt it felt it uh, worthy enough to keep him around. Lager should have kept him. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm kind of surprised they didn't. I'm kind of surprised that uh, they ended up going back to uh, to Dwight. Yeah. 
They need now, they Samora, needed to go they need they needed to go more in the direction they went with Malik Monk. Good young talent. Uh some more injury news. Uh looks like the Raptors they could be without Scotty Barnes, uh, who right now is the front runner for rookie of the year. Uh, as well as Thaddeus Young, as both players left today's game against the Sixers uh, with a sprained left ankle for Barnes and a sprained left thumb for Thaddeus Young. Mm. So it's possible Thaddeus, Toronto... Uh, maybe, Thaddeus maybe Young. I remember Thaddeus Young all the way back to when he come out of high school and was so highly recruited, and Arkansas mm. was one of his final choices, and he didn't go there. And then it was like, okay, that's cool. And you watch him in his pro career, and he ain't, to me, he ain't, nev- he ain't never done crap. Yeah, he's been a role player. Yeah. All the way That's from pretty much like all the most, done. all the way from like the most highly recruited high school player to nothing, you know, just a role player. I mean, honestly, Scotty Barnes is the bigger loss for uh, for Toronto mm-hmm. with the with uh, with what he what he's been able to do for that Raptors team this year, uh, and also. They they also had an uncharacteristically off night from uh, Fred Van Vliet as well. So, well, he, he got he know. got in early he got in early foul trouble too. Yeah, I th- I think uh, I think the Raptors could be in some pretty big trouble in game two, especially if if this game ended in a blowout. Uh, they could be they could be in some pretty serious trouble in game two now. You know, Toronto was another team that I didn't want the Celtics to face in the first round because that meant potentially having to play, having to go to Toronto uh, with Jalen Brown being unvaccinated. So that basically means that he wouldn't be able to play because Toronto has that same exact rule uh, that Brooklyn had. For uh, for so long this season, okay. So believe I it or not, you know, I went I went to the bathroom. I come back and I hear silence. You didn't ask me something while I was gone, did you? No, 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 <laughs> no. I, no okay. I was uh, I, w- I was actually searching through. I was searching through my list to. Uh, to come up with the come up with the next um the next topic and I actually found okay. it here. All right. uh, okay. you know, we were talking <laughs> we were talking about Brooklyn earlier and believe it or not, Ben Simmons may actually uh may actually come out of the closet and come out of his little hiding spot and, and play yep. a basketball game. Because <laughs> he is targeting Impossible. he's He's targeting a return uh, anywhere between games four and six. I guess he's hoping that uh, that Boston gets swept so that he doesn't have to play against Boston and can go back to uh, go back to hiding. 
I don't, I don't know what the deal is with that guy. I, I, I don't know what the deal is. I think he's gotten very comfortable with drawing those big checks and not having to work for them. Yeah, I mean, Lou, what are your what are your thoughts? Because you know he's been, he he's been like this since honestly. I'm not buying it. What last year? You know, um, he hasn't played all year, and now he wants to come back and everything. You know, holding out. I don't know. I think he's just trying to pull a stunt. You know, he hasn't been, he hasn't. Um, Take any prices. He hasn't uh, done much. He's been, you know, and then saying like, "Oh, well, he's uh, suffering through a mental strain or whatnot." I don't know. I just not buy. It. All of a sudden, he wants to come back now. I don't think so. They said, they, they said they said the only practice he's had is one on nothing. So it's he he hasn't even had a practice where it's one on one. Yeah. Or in a group setting, his only practice has just been him out there shooting. Hell, yeah, I can do that. We 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 can do that. <laughs> right. It's it says here that he will begin going against on the practice floor this week, according to uh, <laughs> Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, as he continues no, to rehab again, a back injury. And and and. You know what's probably going to happen? That's that he's going to re he's going to reaggravate it, and he can't play. Yes. But think about it. No wonder. No wonder why he has a back injury, though. I mean, his back his back must be uh, must be sore from sitting on the sidelines all this time. <laughs> of course, he's going to have a back injury. Right. <laughs> He he was Just he was highly he was highly he was highly recruited in college when he went to LSU and uh-huh. you know the, my hogs had had to play them of course they're in the same conference I never was really that impressed with him I never thought he lived up to the billing. I just find it funny that they pair him to LeBron James if only he wasn't afraid to shoot. Oh, my God. There ain't no way he stacks up with LeBron. And I am not a LeBron fan, but that's an insult to LeBron. Well, I mean, it was a Barkley quote, so. Oh. Yeah, I never <laughs> did it seriously. Well, you know, you know, Chuck says some stupid shit. <laughs> He's known for that, yeah, though. I mean. <laughs> and I and I love I love Barkley. I do. I love listening yeah. to him, but he he does say some stupid shit. <laughs> what do you ever know about to say anything stupid? Yeah. But but he is funny. He is funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember I remember those segments that he would uh or that they would play on TNT where where he they would ask the question who he play for and they would give they would give like certain uh certain players even even players for teams that that were on 
that that they were covering on the show that night. And he would miss every single question, every single player <laughs> that they would bring up. Especially especially okay. a team especially a player who played for the team that they were literally covering on that show. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He he I mean, he's my the god. He he's the comedian of the panel, right? Yeah, that's why it's that's why it's gonna suck when he when he uh, when he leaves uh, TNT. Apparently, yeah, he's uh, he's he's tired of uh, of management and whatnot. Right. Yeah, I read that too. So. Uh, I think that I think they'll miss him on there because he he adds yeah. he adds humor to it. He adds a little bit of craziness to it. Oh yeah, no, they're you know, definitely you, you, they're definitely you got you got them. Kenny you got Kenny trying to be so analytical, and you got Shaq trying to kind of give opinions from his experience. And then you got Chuck that's kind of way out there. <laughs> and you're not going to have that. And he anymore. is. <laughs> I mean, just, normally if there's, if there's a funny thing that ever happens on that, uh, on that pre-show, it always has to involve Chuck. It's never – I mean, it's it's never – Revolving around any of the other panelists, it's always right. Chuck. I mean, they they've that even had they've even they've Chuck. even had funny moments where he, I remember one time he ran down San Antonio. He didn't like San Antonio. You wouldn't ever want oh, to go was more than travel that. and play in San Antonio. No, no, no. And and then you know they talked about some kind of certain food that they served down there in Texas. And Churro. Chuck Churros. didn't know what it was. Churros. You remember that? Churros. Yeah, it's churros. Yeah, yeah. And then Chuck tried them, and he loved them. <laughs> and then he, immediate, he immediately comes on and, apologi- and apologizes, but then he still says something about the women in San Antonio, though. Yeah, afterwards. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I would terribly wrong. About the food, but the, I still say the women aren't very good there. <laughs> that was just terrible, though. <laughs> I mean, he had Shaq in stitches literally the entire every every single time he brings it up. Every single time he brings up. Uh, women in San Antonio. Oh, <laughs> uh, but that—that that, I mean, that's Chuck. He don't care. That's just him. He don't care. <laughs> speaking of, uh, you know, you, you, Texas, you can though. you can like his opinion or not. He don't care. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of, speaking of Texas, though, uh, it seems like the Dallas Cowboys can't stay uh, can't stay out of the police station. No, 
Yeah, they got another guy being questioned, right? Yep. Uh, they have uh, Kelvin Joseph being questioned about a fatal shooting. Uh, and it turns out that uh, he was a passenger in the in the vehicle from that fatal shooting. Hmm. And it could potentially yeah. lead to charges uh, under the Texas law of, uh, of parties. So he could technically be charged with an accessory. Right, right, accessory. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that JB, I mean, welcome you know, to the show. Back, hey, back with back with uh, the Michael Irvin days. The joke was always, "What do you call a drug ring in Dallas?" And the answer is the huddle. The huddle. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Who did, who did you say J- just joined us? Uh, JB. JB. JB? Yeah, yep. I felt like I had to, uh, you know, call in. As you would say. JB, you must huh? have heard me on, on here spouting my mouth off. <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, and he's coming off of his rookie year, too, this Kelvin Joseph kid. Yeah. JB, uh-huh. JB, do you know, JB, do you know the opening game for college football next season is Arkansas and Cincinnati? Ooh, I, I know that. Cincinnati was going to be playing Arkansas, but I didn't know that they were going to be playing them uh, this coming season. I thought it was going to be like about, you know, a couple years. No, it's it's opening game. It's opening game this season. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Well, Cincinnati must have made a whole bunch of strides. One of us is going to eat a lot of crow that week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Wait. Well, they're, I'm they're not. The first, they're, the, they're the first televised game. Well, I know it'll be televised somewhere. I don't know if it's going to be the first. I think usually the first game they televise is some kind of like kickoff classic they have. Right in uh, the dome in Atlanta. Oh, okay. But I know it's it's the first it's the first game for Arkansas and Cincinnati. I think it I think it's pretty I think it's in Fayetteville too. I think it's in Arkansas. Ooh. Plus, plus from the from the sounds of things too, you po- uh, didn't you post uh, earlier uh, earlier today that um, looks like uh, Pittman is uh, is staying for uh, yeah a, they're, a they're lifetime giving, they're, a lifetime contract yeah they're giving they're giving the hog football coach a contract that'll keep him there forever, um, and he's made it very clear he don't want to go nowhere else. This is great with him so 
he's going to stay there. I wish they I wish they'd do that for the basketball coach. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially with what he's been doing with that uh, with that program. I mean, is oh, you don't yeah. want to let uh, you don't want to let a guy who can recruit like him uh, slip away. No, no, and and the thing about him, a lot of times you have guys that can really, really recruit, like Calipari, but they don't know how in the hell to coach. But Musselman can recruit and coach. He'll he'll make you a better player. That's not always yeah, the case with Calipari. That's not always the case with Calipari. And I, I, I mean, I saw that. I'm not just saying that because I don't like Kentucky. I saw it when he coached Memphis, and I love Memphis. That's just how he is. He'll he'll bring the players in, but he doesn't make them any better. Yeah, but I saw I saw it earlier this uh, earlier this this year. I forget I forget who uh, which uh, opening. It was, but um, there was talk that that uh, that he might switch from Arkansas to another opening. I forget which uh, which program it was. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> it, it was it was kind of it was almost laughable. Um, it was South Carolina, and it was like, yeah, really, <laughs> really, yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Really, I remember. I remember. I remember saying, Jim, uh, in Sports Whispers, why the hell would he want to move from what he's? Yeah. From what why he's do you, made, Why uh, do you want to leave what you? Why do you want to leave what you built, the recruiting class you got coming in, and the facilities that you have to go to South Carolina? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I I don't I that was probably just some sports writer that wanted to throw his name out there and get some attention, get some clicks on a story. Um, I don't I don't think there was ever even any talk about it. I mean, right now I would hope not. Right now, the only I I mean. I mean, you talk about Duke, Kentucky, UCLA, places like that. I don't even think he'd leave for that with what he's built up. Mm, Yeah, no, probably not. Even though Duke does already have their uh, does already have their Coach K replacement, right? Um, right. The only the I, only thing I could the only thing I could see him leaving for is the NBA job. Yeah, probably. No, because he's coached in the, in, in the NBA before, and his dad was a coach in the NBA. Um, but. I think he's got it going so good right now. I just don't think he would want to leave. I mean, when he got to good, why would you want to? He's got it rolling. He's got it rolling. 
He wants to win a national championship. Uh, Golden State just pulled their starters. Yeah. Yeah, they're up by 22 with 337 left. Yeah. Yeah. Think it's over. <laughs> and an uncharacteristically, Gee, an think? uncharacteristically low, an uncharacteristically low-scoring game by uh, by Curry too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he he didn't even start. He come off the bench. I think yeah. the, I think they were trying to be careful, you know. Oh yeah, this is and this is only the he, third he, time he could have he uh, could have probably not even played tonight and they would have won this game. Probably. I mean, I mean pool, yeah. pool, pool has looked fantastic tonight. Yeah, meanwhile, they, Jokic is uh, Jokic is looking completely lost on the uh, Denver. Yeah, bench. the thing about Golden State is they draft well, and they develop players. They don't they don't really have to go out and sign big free agents. They did it with Durant, but that was a um, kind of out of. Out of the circumstance, they don't usually do that. And if you think back, who else if they went out and signed like a big free agent to try to make a big splash? They don't do that. They develop their own players. The last one, I think, was... uh... No, they didn't... No, they acquired Russell in a trade, didn't they? D'Angelo Russell? Yeah, it was a trade. And they okay, they yeah, quickly then, figured out that wasn't going to work. <laughs> then the last yeah. the last one then was Durant. Yeah, yeah they 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 do a good job drafting and developing their own players. I mean they got Wiggins, but it was in a trade. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think ever, I don't think anybody ever saw Wiggins becoming an All Star like he did this year. Uh, no. He he just needed to get away from where he was because he was in a rut. And come on, you go to Golden State, <laughs> everything lifts yeah. up higher. You walk in the yeah. building feeling better. And plus, they don't they don't even have Wiseman yet. Wiseman is still recovering from his uh, from his surgery. Right, right. And he he's going to be a stud. He's going, and they're still sticking yeah. with him. They're not, you know, through his injuries and stuff. They're still sticking with him. They're still keeping him because they know they know what he they know what he'll bring to the table. Yes. So, I mean, just just imagine once Wiseman uh, becomes. I don't think I don't think he'll return at all this uh, this year. I think no, he's done he, for he's the year. Co- but he's not. He's not coming no. back this season. No, he's not coming back this season. Look who's shooting free throws. Um, Moody. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> My Razorback. Moses. Uh, yeah, the uh, 
my Razorback, the guy that uh, someone in uh, Whisper sent me a jersey of. The, sa- the same one who uh, who mysteriously disappeared last year's March Madness. Yeah. J- uh, hmm. JJ said, oh, my gosh, you've got a Golden State jersey? I said, no, I got a Moody jersey. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference, but I do like them. I I have to, I do like them. Grizzlies are my favorite NBA team, but Golden State's my second favorite. Most most in a single day in postseason history, thirty point scorers under the age of twenty three recorded today in a, a four. Different players under the age of twenty three in a in a single postseason day. Mm-hmm. Edwards got to be one of them. Yep, Edwards, uh, Tyrese Maxey, um, Poole today, and wait a minute, I forgot who the fourth one was. Um, I don't know how old is Ja. I don't know how old Ja is. Ja, Ja, that that's the other one. Yeah, yeah. I know Edwards. Edwards went off, but I've always <laughs> thought when he went, I've always, you know, because I saw him at Georgia. I always thought that guy was a stud. He should probably be the number one draft pick. So I'm not surprised at him at all. That guy is good. Yeah, he he got off to a slow start um, to his NBA career, but eventually uh, this season started picking things up. Yeah, uh, he's 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 going to be really really good. So, in a few years now, they'll have to worry about keeping him under contract. And, yeah, and they now that's may, another, they that's now another may, uh, thing about question. Ja. That's another thing about Ja. Everyone was talking about, oh, the contract's going to run. He made Ooh. it clear today he ain't going nowhere. He's staying in Memphis. I would hope so, considering the young the young core Taylor. that they have uh, that they're building around uh, in Memphis. Yeah, they they talked to him about that, and he said, "Why would I want to go?" be a part of a big three somewhere when we've built what we have here. And even their shooting today was kind of, was kind of off. Like the normal shots that would normally fall weren't falling for them today. So, I, I mean, think, they just I had think, an off I think, day today. I think what, I think what hurt them today is they did, they didn't, they didn't hit the boards like they usually do, and they didn't get back on defense like they usually do. I think the offense was okay, um, but they didn't get the they didn't get the boards, and they didn't get back on defense. It it just so it, it, and, it seemed and, so uncharacteristic and both, of them. And, and the other thing, both their big guys got in foul trouble. Right. 
Yeah, uh, Stephen Adams uh, and uh, Jackson both got in foul trouble uh, early. Right. So that obviously didn't help. Right. But and and I think moving forward with Jaw's career, I mean this guy I thought about this today. I thought about this while I was watching him. How excited I get to just watch him play to see what he's going to do. I thought I have not Seen a guy in the NBA that excited me to watch him play and see what he was going to do next since Jordan. And then I thought, do you realize what you're saying? And I'm like, but it's true. He is entertaining. Yeah, I mean some of the things that some of the things that he's done this year, you know, just kind of, you know, we have we have quite a few people uh, in the NBA this season who are starting to turn into uh, into cheat codes. Yeah, and, and Ja is one of them. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the thing about him as his as his game moves forward. His outside shot is going to improve because right now, you saw it today in that game today. Mostly, he's going to go to the paint. He's going to try to drive and get a a layup or a dunk or a five-foot flipper. But his game will improve to where he can bust the threes. When he does that, Good gosh. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of scary to see. Oh, oh mm-hmm. my god. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of scary to see what he could potentially uh what he could potentially uh turn into. Uh, yeah. the more he gets to develop. I I'm looking at this uh I'm looking at this photo from NBA memes of I think it. I want to say it's Richard Pryor. No, it can't be Richard Pryor. <laughs> uh, I want to say it's it's one of the Lakers. One of the Lakers, and maybe the other guy is Richard Pryor. Maybe it's from Saturday Night Live or something. Uh, but it says Draymond Green and Nikola Jokic at the post, and the Laker mm. player <laughs> is just towering above. Uh, Above the other guy, and the other guy is supposed to be Draymond. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my god. That's that's what was making me laugh uh, just a, just a, a little bit ago. I I want to see what that one was. I gotta keep I gotta keep track of that one. Uh, some of the some of the other awards that are able to be handed out for the uh for the NBA. Right now it looks like Marcus Smart is running away with the defensive player of the year award. Uh over and, and why, over why Rudy is, Gobert. 
Why why is not Jackson in that conversation from Memphis? He led the league in oh, block he shots. He is. He's uh he's in the top six according to the vote tally. <laughs> oh, okay. He had he had seven block shots today in one game. <laughs> oh wait, actually top five. He's in the top five. Uh for <laughs> I mean, so, some of these names, you know, don't really make sense. I mean, they have Bam out of bio. They got Mikel Bridges. I mean, Rudy Gobert I can kind of understand because Rudy Gobert is the defending champion. Right. Yeah, uh, you understand him. I mean, they got Giannis in there. They got Giannis in there, and Giannis is more offensive than defensive. But – as it stands right now, Marcus Smart, it looks like he's just running away with it right now with 103 points with the the next the next highest total is Rudy Gobert with 51. Uh hmm. most improved player, most improved player looks like it's going to be Ja Morant uh from what from what I'm seeing here. Uh, his only, the only person he really has to worry about is DeJuante Murray, who is about 35 points behind him. Yeah. But other than that, it looks like Ja Morant will probably be the most improved player, uh, for the year. Rookie of the year, you're Probably looking at Scotty Barnes of Toronto, but Evan Mobley of Cleveland is still in the running. Uh-huh. Uh, sixth man. Sixth man is already locked up. Tyler Harrow of Miami. So not much of a shock there. Uh, and coach of the year. That's already locked up too. Monty Williams apparently for Phoenix. Taylor Jenkins in second. Yeah. No, I I just sometimes sometimes I don't I don't understand some of these uh no some of these vote some of these votes. But. You know, a lot of it, some of it uh, is based off of popularity. I mean, you know, Tim Tim even told me earlier today. Huh? It's really a popularity contest anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, Tim even told me earlier today that he feels that uh, the media has an anti-Philly bias. Which is, uh, which you can see, you can you can see why uh, why all of a sudden now Joel Embiid, you know, despite his numbers, is not going to be the MVP, nor is he going to be on the first uh, the first team uh, All NBA. No. Well, he, here's the thing about Philly, and I love Tim, and I pull for his teams. Um, I can't stand James Harden. But I still pull for his teams. But when Philly fans treat their teams and players like they do, 
What do you expect the rest of the country to do? Yeah. And it's not ju- it's not just in the NBA too. They do it with literally every every team, team they have, they treat the players like crap. The Flyers, the Eagles, the Phillies, the Sixers, uh let's see, the the Union, the their soccer team. I don't know why uh, I don't know why you would ever want to go play in Philly. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you want to go play in the north east like that, go to Boston, go to Jersey, go to the Knicks, go some don't go to Philly cuz all they're going to do you can have 15 straight games of scoring 40 points and you have a bad game and only score 10 and they're going to talk about you like you're crap. I mean, hell, they chased Al Horford out of town. Even though, even though Philly from the start didn't even know how to use him. Yeah, they they chased they chased uh, Nick Foles out of town when he won him a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, the nice the nice shiny Carson Wentz uh, looked looked a lot better on the mantelpiece. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at him. How did that he's work a, out? He, yeah, a, now now he's a, now he's a commander. Yeah, he's what he, his third team in three years. Uh, wait, two years. Okay. I think. Hang on, I think it's two years. Um. Because I believe I believe he only spent one year with Indianapolis. I think. Let's see. Well, that's what I meant. The team before Indianapolis, then Indianapolis, and now Washington. That's three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In three, uh, three, three different seasons. Yep. And and, I, and, I and how much you know the, the bad thing about that guy, he's got great talent, great arm, great arm, but he can't figure out how to just be a quarterback. He can't nope. figure out how to limit himself and stop throwing into coverages and thinking he can force crap. Just play within your means. He can't figure that out. Obviously he can't. And he's got about two more years left on his deal. Wait, no. Three. Three more years. He's got this year, he's got 2023 and 2024. And who's paying? Are the Eagles still paying for that? Um, it looks like it's Washington. Washington has taken on the entire contract. Okay. Uh, uh, Good luck with that. Good luck with that. You're going to need it. I mean, he is an improvement. (laughs) I mean, he he, he is an improvement over Taylor Heineke, but just lightly. 
Well, I guess any improvement is better than nothing at all. So. I mean, though he's I mean, going he, from he, a he, 15... he, he's gonna make he's gonna make you a few big plays, but he's gonna break your heart with some stupid ass interceptions. Yeah, you want to you want to talk about a quarterback who throws it straight to a straight to a receiver on the opposite team? Look no further. Right. Yeah. Like these aren't these aren't tips. These aren't tips. These are full blown daggers right to the defense. Uh, yeah, as far as I can tell, I think. Although Philly did originally sign him to that extension, but I think part of the part of the agreement between Indianapolis and Washington was that Washington would take on his entire deal. Well, the whole the whole thing with Philly was he was in really really, really tight with the owner. The owner yeah. really liked him, and it caused problems in the locker room. Players knew, oh, we can't say anything to this guy because he's the owner's pet. And it probably affected the coaching staff, you know. They probably rode with him too long just because the owner liked him. Uh, from interested no, he is not listed for cap, so I guess Okay, I guess I guess uh dead cap must only count for uh Wait, that can't be right. Hang on, twenty. Let me try next year. I mean, because here's a here's a here's a perfect example. Here's a perfect example with the Patriots. Everybody knows their owner Robert Kraft loves Tom Brady. Yeah, loves like him. Yeah. Yep. Thinks of him like a son. But, business-wise, he went with what Belichick, his general manager and coach, thought. So, um, the Eagles, they wouldn't do that until it was, actually it was a little bit too late with, with Wentz. And maybe, maybe in fairness, with the Patriots, it was a little too quick with Brady. Maybe they should have kept him. Well, you know, with Went, with Went, you know, that's actually what drew, with with Wentz though. That's what actually drove uh, Peterson out of town. Yeah, is because when they yeah. finally decided to move on from Wentz, Peterson was like, "No, I want to keep Wentz." Right. Right. And then they but said, in New okay, England, well, New gonna... England, in New England, as much as they want to publicize how it's a big love affair, love affair, Belichick was ready to move on from Brady. His guy, 
Belichick's guy was always Garoppolo. He wanted to keep Garoppolo to take over. Yeah. And, and he was, that's he was when pissed you knew, off when they had to trade him away. Yeah, that's when you knew something was up. Yeah. When, when, when Garoppolo left, you knew, okay, something's fixing to happen here. Yeah, it was uh, the the tensions were were reportedly very high, even all the way to the point when there there was sort of a sort of talk that it it had started when the Patriots drafted Garoppolo from the very beginning. Yeah, that that is what started. Uh, the fracture between Brady and, and the, I, I uh, and think the I think I think Garoppolo in the New England offense offense would have done good. I think he'd have been great, but he can't stay healthy. That's yeah, that's the problem. So, and you know, though I, I I've I, I've seen it where. Uh, you know, people people are uh, are talking about potentially acquiring Garoppolo for their respective teams, and people don't want him. And it's like it's like, why would you not want a guy who took his team to the Super Bowl? Granted, he didn't win because he was facing off against the dream team, Kansas City. But you know. Why wouldn't you want a guy with Super Bowl experience as yeah. your starting quarterback? I think I think the I think the biggest answer is he can't stay healthy. More than likely. Yeah. Yes. I mean, because that's... I think I think he's I think he's good. Um, he's not flashy. He's not Mahomes. He's not Brady. He's not Russell Wilson. He's not somebody that's going to put up all these amazing passing stats. But he's efficient, and uh, he manages the game. But he just always seems to be hurt. Yeah, and especially this year, he played with two with two specific injuries at the same time. Yeah, he said he had like he had a broken, a broken finger and uh, a broken rib or something. I think it was, or was it a was well? It I mean, we all we something. all saw we all saw Tom Brady play a game with a finger that was just ugly, Ugh. ugly, Ugh. ugly. Ugh. But he he still don't played even remind more. me. Yeah. It was gro- yeah. it was gruesome looking at it. Mm-hmm. But he played. Yeah. You know that that's another thing that's another thing too, Play Jim. To the uh with with them getting rid of uh or I shouldn't say getting rid of because he retired, but let's face it, Brady technically forced him into retirement. How do you think the Buccaneers will do with uh, 
with Todd Bowles at the helm instead of uh, Bruce Arians. I I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be okay. Especially if comes back, which I think he will. I think I think they're going to be fine. I think they'll be in the mix of things. I don't know if they'll win the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to be a playoff team and they'll be in the mix. Now, I am kind of surprised that Gronk has has held off this long uh, from announcing that he's coming back. Because mm-hmm. normally, yeah. normally once once uh, once Brady says he's back, Gronk immediately signs right back on. Plus, plus his girlfriend came out and said she wanted him to play again. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's gonna play. I think he's just, I don't know, I, for some reason, I think he's just milking it a little bit. Well, I wonder if he's just on the Gronk party bus the entire, uh, <laughs> the entire off season. And, uh, oh my wants God. To wait until, oh. And wants to wait until the first, uh, the first week of preseason to, uh, to sign a new contract. If, if he's on the Gronk party bus, he's probably been drunk for about two weeks. <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or no, I think he's upgraded. I think he's upgraded to a party yacht this time. I don't think it's a oh, bus anymore. Really? I think it's a party really? yacht. Nice. I, I I've seen the bus. I haven't seen the yacht. I don't know how safe it would be to have them out on a yacht out in the water. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, especially we know we know what we know what happened uh, the last time uh, an athlete uh, partied on a yacht, and yeah. uh, that guy is that uh, that baseball superstar is unfortunately no longer with us. <laughs> but it still is kind of surprising though that Gronk. I mean, I would have thought with Brady announcing that he was coming back, that Gronk would have immediately said, "Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm com- I'm I'm uh, I'm coming back next season too. I'm I'm, I'm yeah, I think with, I think, with, uh, I, think I think he I think he's trying to milk it a little bit to where people see, oh, he don't just follow Brady's lead. He's gonna wait a while right. and think about it, you know. So I think that's probably what he's doing, yeah. but I'm. I'm pretty sure he'll play. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if he didn't. Yeah. Plus, they let OJ uh, Howard get away, so they need they need to tie it in. We do also have another potential uh, a, a new potential home for uh, disgruntled Cleveland quarterback uh, Baker Mayfield. Apparently, the uh, Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, are the front runners. Yeah, yeah, I read that. I read. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I I think he's. I think he's. It's it's weird. It's it's weird because I think he's a talented quarterback, and I do agree with some of the stuff he said, 
He's been through four head coaches, four offensive coordinators in the last four years. And I agreed that, and, and a lot of turnover on personnel. So I agree it. He, he hasn't been in a stable situation. If you put him in a stable situation, he may do really well. I don't know. I know he's got skills. Um, we just haven't gotten a chance to see it develop into maybe what it could be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm undecided on him right now. When he came out of college, I was really big on him. Um, even though he got, <laughs> even though when he was in Fayetteville at Arkansas, um, the cops pulled him over for being drunk walking down a damn sidewalk. But uh, I don't know. I, I think he's got the skills. I, I just, I think it's, I think it's been a, I mean, come on, it's Cleveland, it's the Browns, it hasn't been a good fit or a good mix. Yeah, and there's another team that's also mentioned as a possibility too, to where he could pull a Mitch Trubisky and serve as a backup until more appealing starting gigs come up, and that would be with Tampa Bay. That he would yeah, serve as a backup to Brady. I heard, I heard another. I heard another was the Saints. Well, you know, I think he could actually be a starter with the Saints. I think he could actually start over Winston. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be Car- shocked at Carolina, all. To... Carolina would make sense, but uh, if he went to Carolina, we'd see what he's made of, made out of because he ain't got a whole lot there to work with either. Yeah, no, and uh, actually, Robbie Anderson uh, doesn't want him to uh, to come to <laughs> Carolina either. Wow. He wants wow. Colin Kaepernick. You know, you know a lot of a lot of these a lot of these players are picking sides because of Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. And he he wants he he doesn't want Mayfield, he wants Kaepernick. Yeah, to be given to be given an opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I I think Kaepernick should be somewhere in the in the league right now. Whether oh, I, mean, I, I know too. he probably I know he probably wouldn't come in as a starter, but I think are are you going to tell me that there's 32 teams with backup quarterbacks in the NFL that are better than Kaepernick? Oh no, he's being he's definitely being blackballed by the league. Yeah. He's being blackballed by the league. It's yeah. I, I if if only there was I, I know there's a, there's some sort of investigation that's being done into the league right now. I would love to see the stuff that comes out about Kaepernick. 
because you know oh, I'm sure that the league is hiding something. Just like they tried to hide everything about the the Redskins investigation. Yeah, and which, by the way, that stuff is going to come out too. That stuff is going to uh, once uh, that Pandora's box basically gets opened up. That stuff is going to flood out. Plus, plus, it's come out that the whole deflate gate crap with the Patriots was bullshit. Was bullshit, exactly. That basically, uh, I forget. I forget the exact uh, the exact wording, but. Uh, that may, maybe perhaps science was exactly what it was. Science. That there's no way in hell that uh, that a ball boy could deflate. Because uh, uh, what, what did they say that that he deflated ten of eleven balls and he left one ball uh, perfectly uh, inflated? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I, I uh, first off, it wouldn't even make any sense for if you're going to deflate uh, a certain amount of footballs. It wouldn't make sense for them to leave one of them untouched. Especially if they were gonna if they were gonna try and hide it. Yeah. I mean, you would. Yeah. Th- you none would of, think that none, of, none of that. You know, being a Patriots fan, none of that ever made sense to me. But yeah, oh my no. God, at the backlash, everyone gave New England and our and, and the fans and stuff back then, and it was like. Did, did we knew you it was see the, from the start. Did, 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 you, did you see the second half? You know, you're saying this happened in the first half. Did you see what he did the second half when supposedly the ball wasn't deflated? <laughs> I mean, we it's kicked like, our asses even worse. Yeah. But, I mean, that's. And and I don't I don't really understand that. I would think I would think Robert Kraft would be higher on Roger Goodell's list of owners to protect than what he was. So it may have just been that he didn't like Tom Brady. I don't know. But, but don't forget, it seems also to be it seems to be that Goodell has kind of a like top five or top ten list of owners that he always mm-hmm. protects. One of them's Dan Snyder. Put, one of them's Jerry Jones. Don't forget, there's also Deflategate that the Patriots were, or not Deflategate, Spygate yes. that the Patriots were involved in too. So. That yeah. probably had something to do with uh, with Goodell not going to bat for uh, for Robert Kraft. 
Yeah. And what what do you, what are you gonna, what are you going to do if you're an owner? If you own the team, what are you going to do? Say, okay, I, I'm not going to own the team. You, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, tough position. It's a tough position to be put in. I mean, it's you know that's pretty much the same uh, the same position right now that uh, that Snyder finds himself in with all the. Uh, well, honestly, it's not just one thing. It's a it's a whole bunch of things that he's involved in. Uh, the yeah. sexual harassment and all that other stuff. Yeah, and I bet I bet the NFL tries to just sweep that under the rug. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's what. That, why do you think? Why do you think that uh, that infra, that news came out about John Gruden? Because it yeah. takes away from it takes away from the sexual uh, the sexual harassment allegation. Yeah, but now Gruden is suing him, so that's gonna that's gonna come out too. Well, good. I hope he get. I hope he gets as much as he can from the league. I hope. I mean, you're 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 going to expose you're going to expose Gruden like you did, and ignore Snyder. Why? Yeah. Because Gruden Gruden's just a coach. Snyder's an owner. Right. And actually, Gruden Gruden wasn't even employed when those when those emails were sent. He right. was employed by ESPN. Right, right. JV, what kind of sports are you watching right now? JB. Okay, I had to unmute it. Uh, <laughs> there he is. Yeah, yeah was, JB, uh, what, 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 what kind of sports are you watching right now? Did anybody watch the USFL game? Yes. No, I'm not getting into that. I don't know. It seems it Birmingham to me. It, won. To me, to me, it seems like a. I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather watch uh, college football than to watch. Uh, oh yeah, that, I agree. I than, agree. Than to watch that. Yeah, I agree. But people that are just football hungry, they they may like watching it. I don't know. They've got different rules and different camera angles and stuff like that. Yeah, Lou, did you watch it? I did, and I was not happy with the result at the end of the game, but. It was a very entertaining one at that. Okay, Jim. One did, of, one did of the you, things did that you, I saw. Did you see any of the uh, um, innovations that they made, the rule changes, or or, or what did you think about the camera angles and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. So the camera angles. You know, that was that was that was interesting. Um, you know, they, I I get some of these rule changes. You know. You know, maybe that's something the NFL is gonna maybe look into when they see this. Uh, that was uh, that was one case. 
who knows? I don't know how long this league is going to last, though, because, you know, we've seen the other leagues before that have tried this and failed. So, you know, I'm a little skeptic on how long this league is going to last. I mean, I thought yeah. this league was going to, you know, be gone right after the first commercial. But uh, <laughs> it's still here. Like, we uh, we regret to inform you that this league is longer than because we just plain suck. I remember back when no, they had – I guess I guess it was the original USFL. Memphis yeah, that's had a, I that. Memphis Memphis had a team in it, the South yep. Men, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of these other teams were were in it back then. Birmingham, New Get Jersey, stars. Philadelphia. They mm-hmm. had a lot of good players in that league. They did, and and I'm I don't know. I'm just wondering. Because back then, it, there was a lot of talent there, a lot of interest, and it it still didn't work. How no. is this going to work? That's what I'm thinking. Think, how is I it going to work? I, I mean, how would the, you learn from your mistakes? I think the talent is kind of diluted. I mean, I heard uh, Daryl Johnson Moose, you know, from the Cowboys. He's Moose. like executive vice president or something talking yeah. about all these great quarterbacks, I didn't know any of them. You're right. Yeah, and this, uh, well, this thing is, uh, is ran by Fox Sports, too. This thing is ran right. by Fox Sports. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I really, I question how long this will be around. Think of all the money that's going into this, too. You're right. And and Jim, they're having drone. They're having drones. Uh, what's it called? Do a do a camera of the uh, of the extra points or the field goal attempts. I, I, I swear to God, I felt I felt like I was on, I felt like I was on a roller coaster when I watched those little clips on Twitter. <laughs> Well, and they they've um, got they've got they've got mics in some of the players' shoulder pads and cameras on some of them. I mean, they've got it on the shoulder pads so you can hear how hard they hit. Don't we see how hard they hit? <laughs> yeah. 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 So it it says here it says here when it comes to money, uh Fox Sports has committed 150 to 200 million over three years to its operations, yeah. with plans with plans to attract an additional 250 million from investors. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I don't gonna know how it. that's going to happen. And also, I mean, they're involved in a lawsuit too. Or they were involved before. Uh, uh, it says it, it said here that uh, a group that was fronted by Larry Zonka, who was the general manager of the original Jacksonville Bulls, uh, he and also claimed to represent fullback the, of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, he claimed to represent the interests of the owners of the of all of the other former USFL franchises. Uh, he filed a lawsuit uh, 
to stop the current USFL from using the name or trademarks associated with the original league uh, under uh, a company uh, or a, a group titled the Real USFL LLC. And apparently on April 14th, a couple days ago, uh, a federal judge in the Central District of California denied a preliminary injunction to bar the new USFL from using the original league's name and trademarks, uh, remarking that while the plaintiffs were likely to prevail on their claim of trademark, infringe, of trademark infringement, any alleged harm could be easily compensated by monetary damages. So, so you're you're right. So so bottom line, you're right that it's wrong for them to use the USFL name. But if they pay you, shut up. Yeah, yeah. Basically, basically, he's saying that uh, any harm that's done can easily be settled with money. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, you you can't you're not supposed to use this name, but we're going to let them do it as long as they pay you some money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, the pretty old much. USFL was pretty good. I mean, they even had Herschel yeah. Walker play in there. They had Reggie mm-hmm. White play in there. They had uh um Oh, Jim Kelly. Jim yeah, Kelly was doing, playing yeah. there. Steve Young was playing there. Yeah, I remember I don't, I don't who they were either. Any big names like that? Yeah, I don't think we're going to see no people like that now. <laughs> yeah. Although somebody did wonder if Steve Young would be able to relace up the the cleats and uh, <laughs> put the helmet back on for one more season, right. yeah, sure. <laughs> well, you know, you know who will always come out of retirement and do it is Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah. No, that's another one. That's another one. I'm surprised they haven't tried to get a hold of. I mean, yeah. how Terrell. Oh, uh, Terrell Owens uh, suited up for a yeah, fan, Terrell uh, Owens some sort and, of fan uh, league. Terrell Owens and Dez Bryant. And how Owens is like, what, pushing 50? I don't know. The guy is really still in good shape, but come on. You you, you can't do it no more. It's 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 different. I mean, you can look good for one week, but 16 weeks? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, no. That just uh, that ain't happening. But overall, I mean, it looks like the uh the rules uh that they put out that they put out here are pretty much kind of the same of what uh of what the XFL put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From what it looks and, like, most and, of them at least. And we've, we've still got that league. We've still got the XFL. I mean, the Rock actually, pretty much owns that now. Yeah. 
next week. This and actually, year. from from what it sounds from what it sounds like, it sounds like the XFL may actually become the official minor league of the NFL. Yeah, I th- I think the Rock actually wants to end up owning a NFL team. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Hell, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to take a crack at Miami. Especially that would after be good. it was rumored that Brady after it was rumored that Brady would try. That that would be good. That would be good. I mean that'd he be did good play for Miami. the hurricane. He played yeah, for the be hurricane. Good for Miami. So. But yeah, I mean as far as far as I remember hearing, uh the eventual plan is to try and get something worked out with they they're already working with the NFL on one thing but they're trying to get them to eventually uh agree to basically be a minor league uh to to accept the XFL as basically a minor league uh sort of development yes. uh league Kind of like what uh, AAA is to to Major League Baseball. Yeah. Right. But we got two minutes left. Um, Jim, I understand. I understand. Uh, Survivor got gonna be a pretty big. Uh, well, we all we already uh, kind of uh, previewed it this past Thursday, but. Uh, looks like uh, things are finally going to start to heat up. Yeah, a little, a little bit. I mean, it. You know, they're going to be finally merged, so we're going to individual stuff. And uh, you know, Dre is. I think it is it. No, it's Chanel. Chanel leaves next. Chanel. Yeah, Chanel leaves next, and. Uh, we're going to eventually see Jonathan go on a, a pretty good immunity run where they can't get him out. So it, it'll it'll be interesting. Fans will get behind it because a lot of fans are going to be really pulling for Jonathan and be really disappointed at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for anybody who has not done so yet, you can catch the Survivor Recap Show every Thursday night. And hell, subscribe to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Uh, I think I've, I think that covers everything. Oh, and blogtalkradio.com slash Missy AE. Uh, you'll get access to those podcasts and everything else. Uh, but everybody have a good rest of your weekend. Thank you, Jim, JB, and Lou for joining me tonight. And we will see you all next Saturday night for another edition of Sports Whispers Weekly. Good deal. 